thinking of Theresa May. I was thinking of Theresa May, actually. Yeah, I was thinking of Theresa May. Bad dream. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I think I don't think you can tell. I've just woken up, so it's fine. <laughs> Wait, I'm about to push. What you are a toothbrush? <laughs> the charger's not working. No. no. Oh, so you, you have to use an electric toothbrush without a um, without it going boopers. No, I've got like a, another one as well, like a normal one. You better wait. I was gonna say two, two toothbrushes. Or two toothbrushes? What Desmond toothbrush? <laughs> no, I, was, I was gonna say um, a manual one, but then I was like. What a manual micro. It's not the most macaron and cheese. Right. There was a teacher fuming about macaron yesterday, actually. Um, what? Was she working from home? <laughs> okay, stop. <laughs> the first time I met her, she was talking to somebody about anti, like, she was fuming about vaccines. And she was going, oh, I wish I didn't have to take one, but. I've had to have one because basically you can't do anything if you don't have a vaccine. So she's like, oh, I'm fuming. I don't want to take it. <laughs> I was going to not take the vaccine, but then I forgot how to eat and uh, drink. Okay, that's <laughs> not the worst. Anyway, she's like some anti-vax teacher. She's like, I'm not scared of COVID. And I'm like, you, you probably, you probably should be. last words, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And she was fuming about Macron as well. She's like, oh, Macron's going to win again. If it goes into the final round with him versus Zamor, I'm just gonna vote for no one. Bobby Zamora. Yeah, he's he's started his campaign uh, strongly. Bobby Zamora has for the French presidency. Has he? Yeah. Well, he started off by scoring a goal in the playoff final in the last minute. <laughs> Wait, I don't remember that. <laughs> yeah, we need to. Uh, once we've got some sponsors, we'll get a dedicated hair and makeup team to uh, come in and, and look deal, good for deal. the real. Yeah. What Real Madrid? What's the Real Madrid? What? Oh no, Chris isn't here. We can't talk about five side yet. <laughs> We've literally been holding off for so long. What? We've been holding off to Real Madrid for so long. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is all like in my basement. Hang on a minute. <laughs> what about it not having Wi-Fi but having a basement. Mate, do, do you want to keep messing with your hair? What? <laughs> did uh, did Velvet have a nice birthday? Yeah, she did. Thanks. Um, she came up to Birmingham for it. So, <clears throat> yeah, I was I was kind of stressing all week about what present to buy. Oh yeah, I, I realized I didn't help much and <laughs> on the day I was like, oh wait, yeah, he was after a present. <laughs> what what did you get in the end? What um, Steve Merchant box set? <laughs> well, I invited him up and uh, he signed something for like um I got some like earrings. What and then what did I get here? Like <laughs> <laughs> and some like Disney things. Bad. But it went down well, so oh, that's that was all good. And yeah, just kind of we went out for drinks with our friends on Saturday, and then went out for a meal on Sunday. And I baked a dairy-free cake. I'm bad. Bad. It's pretty good to be fair. What good? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll send you a picture of it. <laughs> What for all our viewers to hear? <laughs> well, I can't wait to eat it. It was like Victoria sponge, but without the cream bit, obviously, because that's dairy. Yeah. What was it, a dry, <clears throat> a really dry Victoria sponge? No, it's like just jam. Pure jam? Like... What? A bowl of jam? <laughs> <laughs> well, well, you, you can't eat the cream and you can't eat the cake, so I'm just going to give you the jam. <laughs> Yeah, not bad. Looks good. But yeah, that was last weekend. I feel like, again, it's been like 
ages since we last did the podcast. But it's only been like two weeks, isn't it? Yeah, I think it's only been two weeks. I don't think I'd started teaching at the time, had I? The last one was on the 30th of September. Okay. That was the day before I was about the day before. <laughs> what? <laughs> you, you can't tell you just got out of bed. <laughs> I'm feeling it myself. <laughs> um, yeah. Okay, yeah, to about two weeks. What we're getting to a into a weekly routine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, maybe maybe at some point my day off will be on a Thursday or a Monday and it'll be beautiful. But um it's I, not mean, I can I can do as it is as well. As long like probably not Wednesday. But I can sometimes yeah. do Monday. Um, if I'm mm. not playing in the league, which I haven't done yet. Yeah. It depends on like if I'm going to Velvet's for the weekend or if she's coming here, like I'm a bad commuter. Well, I'm a computer. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Have you got a rail ticket? Uh, no, I've got a rail card though. What, you don't buy any tickets? It's on the list. What, the tickets on the list? Yeah, I've got a rail card. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, one of the milkers, actually, uh, got a 60 euro fine in Berlin because she was riding without a rail card. No, no, no. Uh, because she, was, she didn't have a ticket. I don't know. They get like a free, they get a free ticket from being a student or something. But she hadn't picked it up yet. And then she got on a train to go into the university to pick up a free ticket. And then the she, got caught. <laughs> she got caught and got a 60 euro fine. So, yeah. So all the pr- proceeds from this uh, podcast go to Milk to try and help them recover from that. What, try and bail them out of jail? Yeah. Bad jail? Should we get on to some sport? Do you want to go first? Or should I? Uh, what have you got? Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess I'll I go first. about to <laughs> Google the championship table and uh, yeah, talk about Forest. Yeah. Oh, I guess it's been international international week as well. So it's that's true. Literally for the change, last two so weeks. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, we'll start off with. I went to a basketball game on the weekend. You what? Uh, so I can do French basketball corner. Um, <laughs> what? Well, no, they have book corners in basketball. What was it? The Utah Jazz. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I still don't get that joke. They're just that's the name of a basketball team. But it's actually Utah Jazz. Bad name. Yeah, no, it wasn't. The, it wasn't them, unfortunately. Well, the team, the team I was watching was was the local team called Po, or they're called like Leilan Berene Po, like Ortez or something like that. What's Leilan Berene Jazz? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but they were playing a team called um, Champagne Basket, so that was quite fun. Well, champagne basket jazz. Okay, yeah, I'm not <laughs> going to do that for me. Yeah, I'm glad. Or to be fair, I'm not going to name any more basketball teams. So. <laughs> what? No more basketball teams, jazz. <laughs> what? No more basketball teams? Uh, milk. Okay, <laughs> well, oh no! <laughs> <It's closed. laughs> um, Can you help me to pay the fine? Wait. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> So I was watching basketball and uh, yeah, they were Paul beat Champagne Basket. Uh, good game. I don't know. Are you, do you like basketball? Do you follow basketball? At all? Um, not really, no. Yeah, me neither. Like, I feel like I enjoy watching it, but um, when, oh, I'm going to knock it. It's like, I enjoy watching it, but I don't like seek it out. Like when it's on. Yeah. <laughs> when it's on I'd watch it and like is it ever on? kind of know what, what's going on I don't mm. know I feel like sometimes um, at like random times on like ESPN or something there's sometimes like some basketball but I don't know yeah yeah I'd, I'd never watched it like I probably never watched the whole game before to be honest mm. 
Um, but I was just given the tickets. So, right. yeah, uh, it was okay. I mean, it's one of those sports that's easy to understand, isn't it? That's similar to football. You don't need any particular knowledge to just sit there and enjoy it. Whereas maybe something, something like cricket or rugby, it's a bit more complicated and you kind of have to have it explained to you before, before going at least a little bit, but mm. yeah. Um, yeah, it wasn't bad. There was one guy called uh, Hovat, Slovenian guy. He was my oh, favorite player. Jazz. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and he it was a bit in the first quarter, but I know in all the basketball terms, uh, where he just he was he was I don't know attacking somewhere, and then he just jumped on the floor and put his hands over his face like some footballer. Um, so he was my favourite because he did that good dive. I know you're a big fan of dives. Um, other than that, yeah, I think the, the problem for me is there's too many goals or baskets or whatever they call them. What? Uh, yeah, <laughs> they, 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 they were, goals, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, because they just sort of they just go down that field and the, the other end of the field um, and score and then the other ones turn around and go back, back up and score again. It's like, yeah, I feel I feel that fewer baskets would would just make it a little bit more exciting. Maybe make it, make it hard to score, harder to score. Have a tiny, tiny basket. Well, that's the ball. <clears throat> the ball can't fit in it. Yeah, the only way to score is if you get the basket, the the ball, so it's it's land lands on top of the basket and stays there and stops. So yeah, that would be a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's kind of like um, I don't know. In, in the sense of, like, um, <clears throat> you're expected to score with, like, every attack. Mm. And it's just, like, when one breaks the other one or, like, gets a three-pointer that it's, like, puts them ahead or something. Yeah. Isn't it? So it's, like, kind of like tennis, how you have to break the serve. Okay. Yeah, I see that. I, I guess, that. but, um, I guess exactly like tennis. <laughs> <laughs> What Andy Murray's an NBA All Star. Okay. What um, for champagne basket? What Andy Murray Jazz? Okay. I'm about to say I'm not going to do that and then just like, <laughs> destroying it. Have you Have you watched um, the Last Dance on Netflix? Uh, no, I've not. It's good. It's like a documentary about Michael Jordan and the Chicago Bulls. Chicago use. So. <laughs> what? <laughs> the Chicago really nice persons. <laughs> yeah, no, I've not. I, I, I have seen Space Jam. That counts. Oh, it's basically the same thing then. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's good basketball content. That's uh, probably the first time we ever covered yeah, basket, basketball uh, on on this podcast. I think we're, um, we're branching out, clearly. Mm-hmm. I still, I still think the netball is better than basketball, um, which might, that's my controversial opinion. But um, I don't know. I used to, I just used to play it in primary school when you could, when boys could play netball. And I think I just prefer the way that you can't, that the person on the ball can't move, and then everybody else is having to look for the space. And, mm-hmm. and I feel it's a bit more. You can get away with a little bit more violence in netball. Um, about it, well, elbowing people in primary school netball. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. No, I, don't, I just feel like, because when I was watching the game as well, there were lots of times where the ref would give a foul. And it wasn't entirely clear what constitutes a foul. Mm. And because they they were like knocking into each other the whole time. So it must be really sort of subjective. What's a foul and what's and what's not a foul in basketball, whereas in netball because you can't like dribble past them anyway. I feel that solves that problem a little bit because you can just yeah you just you kind of fight to get the ball, but once you got the ball you just stay there, and then it's clear if they just spit tackle you off your feet when you got the ball then it's gonna be a foul. But <laughs> if they I give mean, you that, a little, that probably wouldn't be a foul in basketball as well. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> well, it wasn't last week. Never. <laughs> But yeah, they, I feel like it's, like you say, it's just like, it's, is it non-contact, technically? 
I think so, yeah. But if I'd broken so, my elbow or something, I wouldn't want to still be doing it. Yeah. It's not like... Yeah. Well, it's not... I was going to say it's not like rugby, but that's like the most obvious thing. Though. But yeah. yeah, it's kind of just like if someone like just like touches you, then it's a foul, isn't it? Yeah, but there were plenty of times when people did touch. Mm, what? <laughs> it was uh, quite emotional. <laughs> okay. <laughs> The other annoying thing actually was, um, I'm about naming all the annoying. I did actually quite enjoy. I enjoyed watching the game. It was fun. But um, the other the other thing that happened was every time they scored, the home team, they put a big a gif on the on the big screen, and it was they were all there was only had about five or so, and they were all American celebrities clapping or being happy and stuff. Like Will Smith and um, like some people are friends as well. Um, and I was like, is, is that really necessary? You know, you could just I don't know, show a replay of the goal, not goal, the hoop basket. I do. And you watched Hungary versus England. But yeah, did you watch the, that game? The racist scenes at like Hungary, England, England, Hungary. What? The number eight for Yeah, that was an easy 5 0 against Andorra. But you yeah. kind of expect something like that. But yeah, then Hungary, we just didn't really like. We seem to be dominating the game. It's just like Hungary got a penalty in the first half. I don't know if you saw that. It no. was like um, the ball like was like bouncing around, and it bounced to the edge near the edge of the area, and Luke mm-hmm. Shaw like kicked it, but the other guy went in to head it. And he like kicked right. the ball away and followed through and kicked the guy in the head. So I think it was a penalty. Uh, yeah, I think it was. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he um, kicked him in the head, but it should have just been there. Like, <laughs> what? Um, drop ball. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, then um, they scored that. And it was like, I think it was 1 1, 1 0 at half time to them. Mm-hmm. And then we came back and scored in the second half. Um, from like a set piece but honestly every set piece we looked dangerous like it seemed like one of our players got the head on every set piece and like one went just past the post and then obviously one went in and then the rest didn't really go on target but yeah it was just kind of I don't know it felt like we were in control but then we just didn't convert it you know mm. I mean, we should still qualify, I guess. But yeah, I was going to say it doesn't. It probably doesn't matter in the grand scheme of things. Um, it wasn't when they saying that Southgate tried the new, bit more attacking approach for that game, but then it hadn't worked. I, I didn't. I couldn't really remember to be honest. I'm not going to get my words out. <laughs> I couldn't really tell, like. I kind of started watching at like 10 minutes or something. So I didn't see the build up or any starting lineups or anything. So it's just kind of in the moment. But yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, it's not, not bad. Like, obviously, you'd expect to be hungry, but. Yeah. Oh, well. I mean, yeah, as long as it yeah, doesn't, doesn't matter. No one, no one cares until. Exactly. Until tournament, as long as, yeah, as long as you get to the tournament, then that's all. Yeah, that's the thing. Like Hungary, I don't think they can even qualify now, or like it's things have to go their way for them to be able to qualify. Right. So that was kind of like a nothing game for them anyway, mm-hmm. and they still like, you know, ground out a draw. I don't know if everyone just like hates us or something and wants to beat us, but it kind of <laughs> seems that way. I mean, it, it is football. You can't, you can't expect them to just say, oh, here's the goal. Do you want to score 10? No, but like, <laughs> I don't know. Well, and, want, Andorra, they're my like, favourite team. They let, us, they let us score four. I don't know. Five. <laughs> I'm myself. I don't know. Like, are hungry fans racist to like every team that goes to them or just like England? 
I'm guessing that every yeah. team. Well, in the in the Euros, uh, they targeted Kante and Pogba when, when they played France. Yeah. So, yeah, I think they are. Um, but there was like, at the start of the game, there was like, um, Hungary fans were like fighting the police. Like, because it was mm-hmm. at Wembley. They were like fighting yeah. the English police. Yeah, it's nasty in general. Like, um, so when was it then? When was it that England played in Hungary? That wasn't even that long ago, was it? No. And the same problems there. That was, yeah, they were all being racist and then we beat them like three or four nil. And they were like throwing yeah. cups on the pitch and then like Declan Rice was like pretending to drink from the cups. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it feels like definitely. Um, Definitely on, on those away trips. There's been there was one a few years ago in Bulgaria as well, wasn't there? Mm. Um, those are, so those sorts of the ones I feel where the England team and the England fans together are the most united. What well, Man United? Um, <laughs> what well, we signed uh, uh, Pogba and Jane Sancho. Uh, no, we got okay. Go uh, no, we got New Saudi. Take, take that bit. <laughs> okay. Um. Because when when you know when in in the Euros and there were um, people booing in in Wembley about uh, taking taking the knee and things, sort of in those situations, there's quite a lot of division, I guess, in the England fans. But then when the England players are under attack themselves or victims of of racial abuse on the pitch, then everybody seems to all the fans seem to get together mm-hmm. and and come up with a chance and and you know, lambast the hungry fans, Bulgaria fans, whoever it is, in the stadium and, and support and support all of the, the black players. Um so when when it's good, when yeah. it's our own fans being racist, it, it's okay. But then when uh, when well, other I, people I are really being know. racist, it's, uh, <laughs> it's, you know. I'm not really sure what my point is there to be honest. <laughs> yeah. I mean but, no, I wasn't saying that for you. I mean like <laughs> for the England fans that boo the knee mm. will then also be the ones getting behind like when you know getting behind them when hungry are racially abusing them and stuff so it's kind of like you're part of the problem but i don't know it's a big issue what it costs one pound okay <laughs> speaking of uh starting fights i'm not showing anything else on the hungry no uh, no i already had breakfast what did you have a bowl of cereal and some jam on toast <laughs> i don't know I've, I've changed my um my diet actually yeah. I've got a friend. Well, I have uh, porridge. Continental. Well, continental porridge. <laughs> <laughs> and I had like bits Por- of porridge just because cold meat. Uh, <laughs> I could have pretty work to be fair. A bit of ham. <laughs> now I was again I was getting through the cereals too quickly, so um some money saving mechanism was to get some uh porridge. So I have a bottle of porridge and then just some baguette and put some honey on it. You put honey baguette. <laughs> <laughs> it works. It's nice. It's good stuff. Um, I'm not sure it does, but I wouldn't have like a you know sugar sandwich. But okay, <laughs> <laughs> that's sugar sandwich. <laughs> Although I've, I've run out of honey now, and I've replaced it with jam, so and it'll probably go back to being jam on bread instead of jam on to- well. Yeah, I mean, jam on bread, jam on toast, same difference. What's space jam? <laughs> what, traffic jam? What, in silly Britain? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's not the best, is it? Have you uh, been driving around the M25 recently or not? Um, only a few times. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, I haven't, but it's a bit of a weird, weird situation. Yeah, but I, I agree that you know climate change needs to be tackled more seriously. But I don't agree with like you know stopping <laughs> stopping a car that's taking someone to hospital, like or something like you know. Yeah, I feel like I'm not entirely sure what the aims are. <clears throat> is it is it purely the thing about the insulating homes? Because that's like a really quite specific niche thing. <laughs> if it is, I don't know. But like I don't know, Fridays for Future, for example, I thought was really good, and and people were like, oh well, you can't, you can't just not turn up to school on a Friday, 
um, why don't you do it on your weekend instead? But then, well, what's like, the point? Yeah. A, yeah, a protest does need to have like inconvenience like people. Teachers striking and then being like, uh, no, don't strike on the week, just uh, do it your weekend instead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. I can, I can see that protests need to inconvenience people in order to actually work because otherwise, if you're just doing, if they're just lying on the floor in a random field, then no one's going to pay any attention. But at the same time, the only thing the, the only thing they're achieving is annoying, just random like random normal people going about their mm. day. Like you need to be clever. You need to be I mean, clever they're, about. They're protests. the people you need on your side, really. Like exactly, yeah. If they'd done it in a street that only rich CEOs of massive carbon-producing companies drove down, then that'd probably be much more much more useful and helpful. But yeah, so basically, insulate Britain. If you need any advice on on your future protests, then Joe's Joe's man. Send us a voice message on Anchor FM, and we'll discuss we'll discuss ideas. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk specifics and uh, strategy. Yeah. yeah, if you want to sponsor the podcast as well. Anyway, I was I was speaking about um. Yeah, sorry. I can't remember what I was speaking. Oh, I said I said on the subject of starting fires. <laughs> Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, I was at a uh, snooker last night. <laughs> you whacked one around the head. And you're <laughs> oh, this is uh, gonna yeah. be good. I can tell. Well, already. Whole story. <laughs> no, no, basically. Um, so I got there, and because I'm like uncommitted this year, mm. um, and that's you were last any, year. Yeah, last year as well, weren't you? Yeah, but like. <clears throat> we barely had any sessions last year so I don't really have to do a lot mm. in terms of like you know organising people yeah it was just a lot of like messing around with finances and like you know the budget kept changing and things because we weren't paying some things and we weren't getting membership and you know when you say really messing around with, with finances do you mean money laundering embezzlement yeah <laughs> 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 uh, but so yeah this year I've um so yeah I got there and um the president wasn't there I got like it starts at five to like uh if you want to come down sometime and uh the pre- I got there at like 10 past or quarter past five late. You know, fashionably late mm-hmm. so I can just turn up and like all the tables are set up and you don't have to talk do it awkwardly like, you don't have to, to like collect the balls from the people that work there or anything you know that's already done for them okay Nice. Um, so I got there, and this other guy who's like kind of on committee, but basically he's like experienced, he's like PhD student who's been here for like however many years. So he's kind of like honorary committee. Mm-hmm. Um, me and him got there at the same time. And then we went in, and it was like, okay, what's going on here? There was like, in the room we normally play in there's this like massive all the floorboards have been like torn up and there's this like massive hole in the floor mm. we're like uh, okay so like half the tables were out of action so we only had yeah. like two tables in the, in a different room mm-hmm. two pool tables and I was a bit like okay well this is a bit dead um, yeah so I just kind of let the freshers and things like them play on those tables and I just kind of went into the snooker room because um, the, the team had a league match last night. So I was kind of like played a bit with them while they practiced and then just kind of like sat and talked to them while they were warming up for, but warming up, for, like practicing for the, the game. Yeah. While the they're lap, laps around the room. <laughs> <laughs> Open the gate. <laughs> it's like uh, Drake got table tennis center where you'd have to like hit the ball and then like run and touch the wall. It's like every time you pot a ball, you have to like run around the room. <laughs> One of us. What? So you never had to run around the room? <laughs> uh, that's why. Yeah, I was missing on purpose, so I didn't have to do any running. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but yeah, they. So I was like, we're on that table, and there's only six tables in that room. There's like two, two, two formation. <laughs> that that does equal six. Yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah. So like the three on the right were being used for training and then the three on the left were like matches so we were on one on the right and then like 
um, the guys at the other end. So that, that there's one in between those the end of the table. And I was like stood, um, and the guy from that table who was playing like turned around and was like, hi, how's it going? Or something, or like, hello. Um, and there was like three of us stood there, you know, like with a table in between as well. Like, and then we were on the other side of the table. So we were kind of stood there. And mm-hmm. I didn't have my glasses on, so I couldn't see him too well. Yeah. But I was like, yeah, I definitely don't recognize him. So he can't be talking to me. <laughs> How did that go? <laughs> but no. And then he was like, hi, how's it going? And then we all, all three of us kind of looked at each other and were like, as if to say, like, you know, do you rec- does anyone know him? Like, is he talking to you? Is he talking to you? And then, yeah. and then the guy was like, oh, come on. I'm saying hello. I'm talking to you. And then, the guy in the middle like went, oh, hi, how's it going, you know? And then he was like, no, I'm not talking to you. I'm talking to him. <laughs> and then we were it's like, you. then we were kind of like laughing. And then I was, we were kind of still looking at each other. And he was like, the guy on the right was like, what, me? And he was like, uh, no, I'm not talking to you. I'm talking to the guy behind you. And so we turned around and looked at the guy behind us. And then he was like, wait, what? <laughs> and then the, the guy was like, oh, are they for real? Are they serious? Like, obviously, that was a joke, like, one of his jokes. Um, and then, yeah, he just, he just, like, went on a little rant. He was like, oh, why are you all laughing at me? What, what are you laughing at me? I'm just saying hello. Why are you not saying hello back to me? And just, like, started on this massive rant. Yeah. And then he, like, he was just like, oh, I'll spark you all out. I'll... And then <laughs> it, like, went from zero to 100, like, instantly. It was, like, it was, like, almost a joke. And then yeah. he just, like, went off. Like, we thought he was joking at the start. Like, oh, come on, why are you not saying hello and stuff? And then he just, like, went, like, he just, like, kept, like, saying stuff. And he was like, oh, university students, oh, you're all stupid. Oh, I'll come and spark you all out. And he was, like, came over to the table and was like, you know. And then the guy was like, and he was like, oh, yeah, no one's giggling now, are they? No one's laughing now. We were just kind of looking at him like, yeah, okay. <laughs> and then he, like, went outside. And so his mate was on smoke. And then he came back in and like carried on. And we were like, please, <laughs> it, it means a lot. Like, oh, just because someone didn't, the wrong person said hello to you. Like you're starting a fire. Yeah. So who was he? Who was he even trying to say hello to anyway? Like, I, we still don't know. I think. <laughs> I think he was, the guy on the right was confused. Because basically um, the other guy, so there was three of us there. Obviously I'm Sam. The other guy was Sam as well. And then me. the other guy was Luke. And okay. Luke thought the guy said, all right, Sam, or like, hi, Sam. So he obviously thought he was talking to one of us two. Yeah. But me and the other Sam didn't know who he was. And I think he was talking to Luke, but yeah, there was just whole confusion. And then Luke was like, oh, I thought you said, all right, Sam. And he was like, oh, no, I didn't say all right, Sam. I said, hello. Or, or, and he was just like, just like kept, he just like, honestly, just like went mm. like exponentially. But you know what that means? <laughs> you just like went. I'm bad at I do know what it means. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, honestly, I'm, I just like honestly thought he was gonna come over and like punch him. For it's like he wanted a fight. Honestly, like it's yeah. like he went there looking for a fight. Like he was clearly drunk or high or something. But I mean, I kind of paraphrased what he said, obviously. But he managed to get like a bit of racism and a bit of homophobia in there as well. And it was just a bit like, right. Okay. Like <laughs> kind of like locals stamping their ground or something maybe, but. So, isn't it, so it wasn't, it wasn't a student. It was just like no, it was dude. like, it was like one of the other home teams, I think, mm-hmm. but he was kind of, a, <clears throat> I'd say he's either like late twenties, early thirties. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but a coughing eight million times. But yeah, he was like, what, he punched me in the throat again. <laughs> but, was, but yeah, he was kind of like hard man kind of vibes, you know, kind of getting yeah. that like, I have to show my, you know, I want everyone to be scared of me kind of vibes, you know. Yeah. I mean, it's not really that impressive to be the hard man in the snooker club. Exactly. <laughs> they were like old men or like kids, you know. I'm a bad kid. Oh, <laughs> yeah, know, which one are you then? It's like students and old men, literally, and they're the main people that go in there, like the yeah. regulars, and then like other people come in. 
for, for the odd game for, for a fight. Yeah. But like then on the country, but on the country. Bad on the country. Bad <laughs> <laughs> country. But, what? what? Uh, America. <laughs> Hungry. <laughs> but yeah, what on ads? the country. You know those? <laughs> Please do get you on the country. <laughs> what? <laughs> okay. <laughs> like this old man came up to us when we were playing pool later on in the night. Yeah. And was just like, oh, you guys, students, where, you know, where are you from? Uh, just like chatting to us. Mm-hmm. And just like, it was, you know, chill. He was just like, oh, and if you're living in Selyuk, um, I do maintenance for a landlord in Selyuk, you know. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe he was trying to get our addresses. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, he was just kind of like chill. And he's yeah. like, oh, that jukebox in the corner is the best jukebox I've seen in 66 years. And I was like, you know what? <laughs> My jukebox connoisseur. But no, it's just like a, a nice little yeah. chill chat. And then like, you know, take back to the start of the night where the guy was literally about to like kill us all or something for not saying hello. Yeah. It's not the best. It's life, isn't it, I guess. I do think it's quite nice to... Well, normally, it's quite nice to interact with people who aren't students in in the city, like local, you know, or Birmingham for you, Southampton for me. Um, so that you're not just in a in a university bubble. Um, yeah, I went to a, I went to a pub once in in Southampton. I had a lot of locals in, well, once ever. <laughs> yeah, they had they had locals in it. Um, well, the first time, like we were just playing Connect Four in the corner, and then this so random guy, this, this, a random guy came came over, and he was like, "Oh, I'm going to challenge you to a to a Connect Four game." And then it wasn't me; it was someone else, and he absolutely decimated them at Connect Four. Like this, this local is is a Southampton Connect He's Four like... champion. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, it was it was it was one of the best sports performances I've ever seen. <laughs> It's up there with uh, watching Usain Bolt in the Olympics. Um, so then, then so we, went, we went again, like, I don't know, a few days later. But it was a karaoke or a disco night or something. So it wasn't the best. Well, no, I quite like a karaoke. What? Obviously. <laughs> um, but there was a disco night and so there's playing music and then there was a song. I can't remember what the song is. It's, it goes like, do you know the song where it goes, you're a sex machine? It's like, you're a sex machine or something. No, I don't. Maybe okay, well, <laughs> yeah, probably. If you know what that song is, let us know. Um. But they were playing that song, and then I was just sat down, and then this middle-aged woman walked past, and she stood in front of me and danced at the same time. Where I went, "You're a sex machine," <laughs> and then and then she walked off. I literally like best. looked me in the eyes and did it. Um, you're bad uh, attracting uh, middle-aged Southampton women <laughs> uh, so if you're a middle-aged Southampton woman then <laughs> well and you're not doing anything tonight <laughs> okay then <laughs> send us a voice message on Anchor FM <laughs> nah I mean it wasn't the best like it, was, it made me feel a bit uncomfortable but well the dancing was a bit um, so far <laughs> well the footwork wasn't uh, silky smooth wait <laughs> bad silky smooth <laughs> so yeah <laughs> Yeah, anyway, she's my wife now. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nah. So, it, yeah, my story is the same as yours. Some are nice. <laughs> Why did Some you not try and kill you? <laughs> <laughs> you always got to be careful, don't you? <laughs> I, I do struggle to understand the Birmingham accent sometimes. Like, not all the time, but sometimes when they're like a proper thick Birmingham accent. Yeah. I don't know if I told you the story once of when I went to uh, ref a game. Or, or I think I was on the line actually. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, I wasn't. Um, and it was in the, my first year, and yeah. it was in this adult league that I don't ref anymore. Yeah. Um, and yeah, basically, I got there. Um, like it was other than an hour or 45 minutes early like before the game yeah um and the other linesman was already there 
and he was trying to talk to me, but his accent was so thick. I kept having to ask, I was like, uh, what was that? Sorry. Like I kept <laughs> ask, having to ask because it was like just noises. That's all I could hear. It was that's like, that's all language is to you. Yeah. It was just like, yeah, was, yeah and then I was like, uh, what was that? Sorry. And then uh, sometimes I just had to like do the thing where you just laugh and like pretend you heard. Like if you ask yeah. twice, like you can't ask a third. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah. Well, I've been told. Izzy told me that um, I've my voice has become more posh since I moved to France. I don't know if you've noticed or not, or if that's true. But uh, yeah, I mean, not that it was ever like a thick East Midlands accent, but uh, <laughs> not that even I, was, I don't even know what an East Midlands accent really sounds like. like I feel like there isn't. Like, it's not as I- iconic or no. like. Like immediately noticeable. Like if I was walking down the street and somebody was talking like the thickest Derby accent I've ever heard, I'm not sure I'd like, I wouldn't go, oh, that's someone from Derby. I'd just be like, that's someone talking. Like, I don't know. It's, it's not like, it's not like Geordie or, or Brummy or anything where oh, you can insta- instantly recognize. Like, yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, apparently I'm, I'm speaking more posh now. It might be because every single lesson I go in, like you know they're not that good at english in the in the classes so i've got to speak very clearly and enunciate every word so that they can understand what i am saying so maybe it's because that must be painful (laughs) (laughs) yeah i mean i've done the same presentation about 20 times now Yeah, what is it like what i did in the weekend (laughs) it's uh i'm from nottingham and uh, Robin Hood. Yeah, yeah, there's a picture of Robin Hood on there. I get my Derbyshire flag out and I'm like, the blue represents the rivers and lakes in Derbyshire, and the green is the beautiful hills and mountains. <laughs> I've, I, I've actually left my flag <clears throat> at the school. I hope I've not lost it because it's a precious flag. But, but yeah. yeah, no, I didn't, I didn't uh, notice too much from your voice, but um, you know. The fact that you're wearing a full tweed and like got your fox hunting gear out, I thought like <laughs> I was wondering what you're gonna go for there. I thought you were gonna say the what's the eye thing? Like Monocle. Monocle, yeah. What do posh people wear those? I think so. What well I've not got one in, so clearly not. <laughs> <laughs> There's another Big topic, sports topic. Mm-hmm. I've only got one more big sports topic, I think, of, that happened recently, and that's up in the northeast. You got to go back to being a Newcastle fan now, then. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. It's a bit ironic that I um like came the episode, out of, like two episodes before, and you said like, <laughs> I'm not really a Newcastle yeah. fan, and then they get bought by like a 320 <laughs> billion worth owner. Yeah. To be fair, I think that would make me less likely to support Newcastle. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, do you, do you think in a couple of years' time, if we're still doing this podcast, we'll be talking about Newcastle and Champions League? I mean, probably. To be honest, like maybe not a couple of years, but I definitely think there'll be some heavy investment there. Like. Once they get a few big names in as well, the rest will, rest will come. But yeah, yeah, I think. And it's, I don't think it'll be like a Notts County situation where they don't actually have money. Like he's a literal like the crown prince or whatever. So yeah, <laughs> I think he definitely has money. But yeah, we could see like the new super team of like you know, it'll be like a PSG but in the Premier League. It'll be interesting yeah. to see how the Premier League copes with it. Yeah. It seems like the, the wealth is so it's such a it's even a massive difference between how much Newcastle have now got and how much Man City have got. Mm. It seems like a ridiculous amount of money. So probably the only obstacle is financial fair play. Like buying players and stuff is is just not an issue. Yeah. And wage yeah. bills and things aren't really an issue. Yeah. Um, and beheading journalists isn't really an issue right <laughs> well we should watch out <laughs> well, I love Newcastle <laughs> okay 
Yeah. It was a bit embarrassing watching Newcastle fans on the street being chanting, we've got our club back. It's like, yeah, I think you do have your club back. <laughs> it's definitely not just being given to some murderous regime to try and improve their, their image. But and we, I feel we've probably covered that in talking about Man City and PSG before. But yeah. it's just you know more of the same, isn't it? It's... Yeah, I don't think it's going away either. I think it's kind of yeah only going to increase. Like the only people buying clubs are going to be rich people, and like you know the richest could obviously afford the best players, and that'll you know. I'm sure more teams will be bought by oil people. Mm. I mean, to be fair, I think clubs have always been owned by rich people in terms of yeah, yeah. it's not going to be just like Steve from Nana Pubs that comes in and says, I just bought Notts mm-hmm. County. I don't know I said Notts County again, but whoever. What was it? Steve from Nana Pub who bought Notts County and pretended to have millions. <laughs> <laughs> but I feel there's a difference between a rich, random rich local businessman and yeah. A literal oil state, but, but also the, the only way for Newcastle to to ever be a big top four club is for this sort of thing to happen. Really, yeah. realistically, so you can you can see the excitement. The you maybe understand the fans' excitement, but at the same yeah, time, definitely. Like if someone came in and took over Forest that had like 320 billion, then obviously I'd be excited. But I'd be like, okay, finally we've gone up and you know mm. we'll be in the Premier League. And yeah, I saw a rumor that Mike Ashley was going to buy uh, Derby. I don't know if you saw. Yeah, that. I saw that. Yeah, <laughs> I, don't, I don't think it's real. Be funny. That would like... be funny. <laughs> Considering he's. I don't, know. I don't know why he even wants to buy a football club. He gets so much hate out of it and he can't mm. make really... Okay, maybe he makes a little bit of money, actually. But the one, the only owner in football who does. But surely it's just stressful and not that fun. And if you're that rich anyway, then like, is it worth it? Score to Score to <laughs> Yeah. I mean, maybe Derby wouldn't be... I don't. Know, I guess it's if he saves saves the finances and brings brings them around, then maybe that's different to just coming to Newcastle and using it for his own gain. Mm. But but still, yeah, I don't. Know. It's probably not. It's probably not the answer. I don't think Mike Ashley's ever the answer, unless it's who should I go to if I want a really big mug. Well, is Mike actually the really big mug or is he going to get <laughs> So in a few years' time... Oh, this is another thing I was thinking. Oh, I was I was going to mention. So after I do my presentation in schools, I'll ask people in the class some questions. Yeah. What do you like doing? What's your name? And then so some, some people say, you know, I like football. And I say, what's your favourite team? And they say, what? And I say, which team do you support? Um, and then... And they, they always say, like 99%, will say Marseille, which is a bit random. There's lots of Marseille fans, a few PSG fans. Um, there's a random Dijon fan. But there's, I think it's about three different people all said Man City in England. And I'm like, it really does work so fast and so easily mm. that you can just make a good team with with loads of millions and... And suddenly, um, you've got fans all over the world. I literally, yeah, I think it was three, three different people, and not that young either. Maybe sixteen kind of age. Mm. All all Man City fans. Shocking. That's the thing when like people, like you'd meet in a uni or whatever, from other countries. Yeah. Um, I met this guy from Romania. Oh, no, that's me. <laughs> no, I met this guy from India who came to play pool either last year or the year before he was like I was like oh we got into the football topic you know <clears throat> he just thought I was like oh Nottingham Forest because if I say Forest no one knows who I mean whereas if I give them a city as well they can be like oh okay yeah um, and I was like oh who do you support and he's like oh Real Madrid I was like hang on a minute <laughs> and I was just a bit like okay I mean like 
yeah, I don't know. And it's kind of like, oh yeah, you know, it's my dream to go there one day and watch them play. But... Which is fair enough, but like, you know, I just feel like it must be weird, like, supporting a massive team that like, I'm about to race them. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like it's calm. I guess if you come from a place that doesn't have a very well-known league or popular league, mm-hmm. then I think people just it's like okay well I can just choose a random team from anywhere else then but yeah there's still surely it's just more fun to support a team that you can actually get to every now and again yeah or that you've got some sort of connection with other than your favourite player plays for them or anything yeah. like that um, I don't know also if you win all the time surely it just gets boring the, the only the only successful team that I support is in rugby and Leicester Tigers although even they've went downhill the last few years so it's looking good this season um, and to be fair that was never boring actually it was kind of nice to have a team to actually challenge for titles every now and again but, but I don't know, for me it's just it's just the enjoyment of going to a game like winning is important at the game but but Derbyshire for example you know, is possibly the team that I care about the most in terms of whether they win or lose and it's the, the team I've watched the most. This is cricket, by the way, to all our viewers, Derbyshire cricket. Um, and yeah, I don't know. I think it's just, just going to the games and you're sort of building a connection with the team and and all that is just as important as as whether or not you've uh, signed Kylian Mbappe that year. You know, I feel like people maybe miss out on that by just watching YouTube clips of best goals of random superstars instead of yeah. actually going down what Kylian Mbappe signed for uh, Surrey instead <laughs> yeah I'm not gonna lie if like they said to me you're not allowed to go to any more Forest games this season but we'll sign Kylian Mbappe I think I'd take him <laughs> <laughs> yeah he wouldn't he wouldn't have a hack in the championship he wouldn't he wouldn't get in the team of Lyle Taylor and Lewis Craven yeah took the words right out of my mouth <laughs> Can he do it on a cold Tuesday night in Stoke? Well, we'll never know. <laughs> well, maybe we will <laughs> when uh, he gets to Newcastle. Now, nah, one no, Stoke can't go up. No, he might play him in the cup, though. 